0: Gillian Clark is the national poet of Wales, and we're here at the uh, Dylan Thomas Centre in Swansea. Uh, Welcome to the Bibliophile. (laughs) Thank you. What is unique about Welsh poetry?
1: Well, when it's written in English, bear in mind that it has a thousand years of. Welsh language poetry behind it. The earliest Welsh, the earliest poems written in Britain by poets whose names we know, and those names are Taliesin and Anairin, were written in the 7th century, long before English existed. And so that country, which was Britain, and that language, which was British, was gradually shrunk to the place we now call Wales. But the Godothin, which was written in the 7th century, was in fact written in South Scotland. And so the Scots and the Welsh are single people, and then the Anglo-Saxons and so on. ...invaded from the east and English began to be spoken. But it wasn't a a literary language. Mm -hmm. Welsh is the oldest literary language in Europe. Mm -hmm. It's the oldest living literary language... ...because Greek doesn't count... ...because Greek, classical Greek and spoken Greek are completely different. Whereas Welsh, that was written in the 7th century is not too far off what we speak today. There are there is a, a famous line in one in the great poet, the Garothin, which is Ar pore it begins, Ar pore Dith Satur which is Saturday morning, right. on Saturday morning. And we might today, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we might say, when should we go shopping? same mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. It might look a little different because uh, it was a, a literate language and it was a literary language. That's the important thing with language. If, if there is no literature, it doesn't hold. And it, of course it wasn't written down, but spoken by the bards, in the great houses, the taverns, in any meeting place, and gathered together, any, any place where people gathered together, and they remembered it and they passed it on.
0: That's the key, isn't it? Memorability.
1: Yeah, and of course, poetry isn't poetry if it isn't memorable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it's not good poetry. It's not poetry. It's not worth, it's not worth remembering. <laughs> it doesn't work. Did you say? No, no. Yeah.
1: Because if it's good poetry, we do remember it, don't we? Mm-hmm. We yeah. hold it, we hold. We hold it in our heads, um, uh, so many beautiful, uh, from, the, from Britain, from other countries, from America, Canada, mm. Australia, do stay in my head, if they're good, and if they don't, I think that's not poetry. I mean, and
0: it has to be the truth, too, I think that's... I think
1: that's right. Yeah. It's not fiction, it is the truth. Mm. And it may go at it in a strange way, it may use symbolism, or it may use story, or, but when it sinks into your head, you think, that's true, that's right. And that—that's those are the key things, I think.
0: Memorability and truth, yeah. and you can—I suppose—you can tell if it's being made up or it's fake or it's just—it doesn't—it's not true to life or yeah, it's yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Decorate, yeah, just decorated language. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's not good. It's got to make you say, "God, yes, that's exactly what that, that feeling is like, or that scene is like, or that moonlit well, night is night." just like I just heard that poet say and you just respond to it.
0: Well in fact you talked about uh, earlier in the talk about responding to what uh, Cordelia said to her father she actually spoke truth to power in a way. I as a very young child knew that she spoke the truth and
1: that he he was trying to make something happen which wasn't true. He was trying to make her say you love me better than your two sisters do and and she knew that's what children all know they, they do, they and they do. don't like to
0: be embarrassed by their parents, as you said. No, they don't like
1: that, and they don't like if something that they, they can pick it, they can spot a fraud.
0: And Dylan Thomas was not a fraud.
1: Oh, no, <laughs> not at all. He was the first person I ever heard read or I ever read who seemed to me to be sp- telling the absolute solution. truth about the people around him about the community around him. No he did exaggerate because he was funny, he was laughing <laughs> mm. he was strengthening who, and they gave him funny names but they still struck me in, as soon as I came across his work you know when I was young as the only time I'd read anything that sounded really true about about people since since Dickens, you know, he seemed to be saying something absolutely accurate, funny, humane, and true.
0: True, not just for for, the, for that particular situation, but no. I suppose throughout the ages. I suppose yes, that's... I think so. Yes, yeah.
1: uh, he had a the, the sort of humane, sharp eye for the comedy of, of who we the, are. The
0: folly, I suppose.
1: Yes, and also the style and the accent yeah. and the little qu- little quirkinesses of his particular people in that particular landscape I recognise as the absolute accurate description of those people. But if you could, you could translate it slightly into almost all sort of country people. Take a country village anywhere and there'd be that little cross-section of people.
0: So I suppose part of it, you know, coming to Wales, to actually listen you, can you still hear that sure. accent that, oh, yes. that voice that well, music you certainly
1: can you certainly can I was on a train once leaving Carmarthen is not far from where he was and it was uh, the big train for London and the ticket collector at the man in charge of the train said good morning ladies and gentlemen What a lovely morning it is. Um, It's a bit chilly. I hope you brought your woolies with you. Because by the time you get to London, I think you'll need to put them on. And you said a few things like that, completely unlike anything anybody says on a train, over the Tam away. And I looked up at the man on the other side of the table to me, and we both said, The Reverend Eli Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everybody. What a lovely day it is today. <laughs> yeah. oh, a bit chilly. <laughs> Eli Jenkins lives Extraordinary
0: So that's one reason to come here is just to hear the people oh, talk.
1: You. You walk around in, in, the, in the sort of shops, you know, go around Marks and Spencer's or somewhere and listen. I, I got a play going once that I was trying to write because an old lady in Marks and Spencer's said to me, oh, the price of fruit has gone wicked. The price of fruit has gone wicked. Gone wicked. And I thought, that's the voice I want in my play. Just yeah.
0: um, finally, you're the uh, the national poet.
1: Yes, for Wales.
0: And I asked in our session a bit of a provocative question about Philip Larkin, who rejected yeah. that, that role because he felt that he'd be a lapdog and, and that they are lapdogs. They uh, have I, been, you see. They have been, yeah. yeah. And now with Caroline Duffy, you mentioned that she's its a 10 year appointment and she can't be fired. So she can diplomatically say what, speak her mind. She's also
1: tactful. She wouldn't say anything unpleasant. It is a a royal appointment. Mine isn't, hers is. She wouldn't say anything offensive about any royal person. But on the other hand, she didn't feel moved to write a poem not just the birth of a baby yeah. to people she didn't know. Yeah. On the other hand, it would she, be fake.
0: It wouldn't be true. That's
1: right. That's the ha- and in the past they just they did write those silly poems, but she doesn't. Yeah. But instead of that, for the wedding, she just arranges this beautiful page of love poems from people who were already in partnerships. Lovely. It worked beautifully.
0: And it and it elevates it exposes poetry to larger audiences exactly. and different and every voices. Deeper, one
1: of them was telling the truth because they were writing about their real <laughs> Real relationships, and that she's been brilliant about things like she has written about national tragedies like terrible flood disasters and mm-hmm. so on. Yeah, um, but that's what she felt like doing so. She yeah. says she can, it's kind of oh, human a way of connecting yeah, to yeah, people of and sharing yeah. tragedy. And there was a terrible, terrible murder of a little girl in Wales within the last 12 months, and uh, she went, she was missing. She's still, Her body's never been found. No. Terrible, terrible, terrible story. Uh, and I wrote about that, not because it was a national duty, but because oh, you know, I'm a mother a, a, and I'm a human being. And, and this little really a, f- a town not far from us. And I, uh, a poem came into my head, you know, I just had to write it because. But it, it just went, it went quietly into mm-hmm. public places, you know, mm-hmm. paper, the newspaper and so on. And so we oh, did kind of send it to the vicar of the town. Is sol- it a kind
0: of a solidarity? you know, we feel t- together. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was like that. It was, yeah, yeah about this little girl. Yes, course, it's all we have all, all felt. So I mean, one does, but that's a that's a local and a national response. A yeah. local and a national tragedy, which we all felt. Yeah. so I and yeah. I'm the poet, so I put it into words.
0: And and that's what poets do. Yes. They put into words what you, you uh, many Someone people else, can't yeah, feel. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Everybody
1: feels it. And then you, know, you write it and hope that the words are the right ones for other people as well as yourself.
0: Just finally, you feel strongly about what's happening in the uh, educational field.
1: Tremendously. What, what's
0: happening and what's wrong with it?
1: Well, just to sum it up, creativity is being not being valued. And accuracy, accurate mathematics, grammatical English logic. Correct. Yeah. Correct English. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And Marx being raised for spelling. You've got yeah, I believe in good spelling, but I mean, against imagination and, and so on. And Free thinking. And then yeah. there are going to be children who, in a way, it's the typical way that this government thinks about people who don't matter very much. As long as they've got... Sometimes they score in maths and grammar or does it matter if they have music art poetry and so on? because they the ones who will have all those are the other ones in the what we call the public schools the private schools and in the very good and very good schools we are not joining in this in Wales we have a separate education system but I care about the children of Britain too mm-hmm. not only just the ones who live here. So, um, a very, um, they're, they're losing money, they're, not giving, they're, they're mm-hmm. losing out on music, they're producing all the things that make us human. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, and also sort of encouraging conformity versus rule breaking. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love what you had to say about uh, bringing parents and children into the system. Mm-hmm to
1: have a lovely after school session make them some cakes and juice and all sing nursery rhymes together it does happen but it should happen everywhere it should happen under state education and it doesn't it happens if if a teacher wants to do it or if it happens where a, a creative project is going on but it wouldn't happen in your average school obviously yeah and because it's not the norm, whereas well, the it should be. in the past we all sang nursery rhymes to the children. We all knew that. My mother didn't have a very good education. She sang me nursery rhymes, and taught me wonderful things.
0: And it formed who you are. Right?
1: Yes, exactly. It's the most yeah. important thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, you get a single mother living in a tower block. She's poor, switches on the television. It's the, it's the one thing they've got. It provides the most, not deliberately, but provides a very impoverished situation for her children. Yeah, so I mean, um, that could all be sorted out if education cared enough about that fact. We've had a wonderful creative. My own children have a marvellous creative education. They're all artists. My daughter's a writer. My two sons are musicians. State education, marvellous. Problem, you know, they do all they have a private music lesson. They learn it all in school. Not anymore. It's not available. It's only available for posh kids or people who can pay. There's a bit of music, but nothing like there was. And that's been getting worse and worse and worse, and And now we're at an all-time low, really. On
0: that note... (laughs) No, if we're at an all-time low, what can we do?
1: Well, the only thing that can happen is that a government comes in it realizes that creativity is, in fact, behind everything Human beings achieve, including in mathematics and science. Yeah. And if uh, the people, great people, and there are. I mean, there are great journalists, there are great artists, there are, great, there are speaking up, not being listened to by this government, by this education system. It's it just got really worse in the last couple of years under this. lot. Um, I do think it's. In, I do think children should be able to spell, quite clearly, speak clearly, and so on. But. The best way to do it is through the imagination, through fun, through drama, through music. Joy, yeah. Through talking, through living. And, you know, not just be quiet and write this down. Anyway, how is it possible for every human being to be able to spell English? No wonder the Italians can spell better. Of course they can. It's a logical language. Um, English, too, is very logical. Lots of children in Wales solve their Problems of spelling English using Welsh spelling because it's more logical. <laughs> it's completely logical I mean, We have in Welsh there's nothing crazy like through, thorough, cough, yes, yeah. <laughs> all spelled the same. Uh, daughter laughter, yeah, it's crazy. But uh, I think I think spelling is I can spell, but the, the way to spell is to read early. Become you you used see to be familiar it? with it Just read early. So reading, we're back to reading. Just teach him to read really early.
0: Just like Dylan Thomas, his father read him uh, Shakespeare at age six or seven. Well, or,
1: my auntie Phyllis, exactly. The uh, same. That's right. It's very, very powerful. Yeah. And Shakespeare and other things. There's yeah. So many good writers.
0: Well, thanks very much for your uh, messages very nice to meet you. <laughs> and good luck with your poetry and carrying your powerful, important message to the public. Thank you. Thanks very again. Much. Nice
1: to meet you. Yes, likewise. How long are you here?
0: We're just here for about a week. And uh, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, but it's, uh, it's been terrific. Okay.